people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show, bringing to you today another Gary V special in terms of the eighth essential. He talks about content a lot, and I'm going to start this off with a quote right out of his book. He said, in Crush It, I recommended simultaneously pumping out content onto all the different channels using a social media web service. Kind of like anyone, you know, does anyone remember Ping? Yeah, he's kind of talking about those. Or, yeah, I guess you could say that, for the lack of a better term. And you know what? He said it was only later, however, that he realized there had been another misunderstanding. He said he should have specified that he didn't mean you should just pump out all the same content across multiple platforms. Rather, he would just do it like in a, in a I guess you could say, a micro-content level. So, let's just break it down like this, guys. I got a lot of different platforms, right? So, of course, what I put on Weibo, of course, Weibo, that's what I'm trying to break through right now in terms of the Chinese market. Uh, What I put on Weibo would be much different from what I put on Facebook. What I put on Facebook would be completely different from what I put on, of course, Twitter. Twitter is more about, it's more about conversations, having conversations with people, posting a couple of questions, having people communicate. It's not so much about, hey, what did you do today? Uh, a live feed or this or that. Well, although you can do Twitter live, but the thing is you get a lot of trolls on there. Anyways, so Twitter is a little bit different from, of course, Instagram. Now, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, all that stuff, um, those are much, much, well, I guess you could say much more different uh, than, of course, the Snapchats of the world. Now, the thing is I never broke through on Snapchat and I just don't see myself making one in the near future. I just don't know why. I don't know how to use it. Well, uh, yes, okay, that's a terrible excuse. I should just try and just put out inspirational messages. But before even Snapchat broke through, there was a guy by the name of Carl Booker. And you know what? Him and his wife, they own Nutrition Envy. If they had known that setting up a Facebook, a Twitter, Instagram, everything, and just posting daily and putting up stories and putting up recipes... Oh my god, they would have made a killing. They would have outbid the other person that ended up bidding on their own project. So they were, they basically had to leave the shop. So many different things happening. You know what? He would post little, like, spurts, probably every one to two weeks. And I remember one time, uh, he was like, hey everyone, Carl Berker, uh, from Nutrition Envy here. And he was like, he said, if you're gonna dream, why not dream big? Now, of course, this is kind of what, you know, the function of Snapchat is. And only if, you know, I look back I, uh, I look back on a lot of these things that I've seen over the course of probably the last five to seven years and say, oh, if he just, oh, if he would have did Instagram and did this and did that, oh my God, there would have been an explosion in their business. But the thing is, you know, things happen. Things happen and you end up just making a decision based on what's happening right there before your very eyes, and they ended up having to leave and whatnot, but he already had a grasp on what was about to come. Back in the early stages of 2013, uh, Snapchat was a big no-no back then. Uh, you guys could probably try to say, well, Snapchat's been out. I don't give a damn what it's been out since. I didn't hear about Snapchat until, I think, my student, who's like like a Oh my god, she's an entrepreneur at the age of 17 who's living in Singapore right now. She's the first one that said, do you know Snapchat? I said, no. She's like, here, record a video. And she put this funny little face on me, and the next thing you know, we had so much fun with that. But th- those are great stories to tell later on in life. But, uh, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of things that we see and we kind of just connect the dots from the past and say, oh, wow, he had a hold of that. But the thing is, he let his reality dictate everything. 
rather than keeping that burning desire within him to stay strong. But anyways, getting a little bit off track here. But you guys get the point here. Instagram, I post affirmations on there, okay? And it's all about hashtags. And with those hashtags, I've just got uh, a mentor, I think, from Laguna Beach, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if he lives in Laguna. And if he does it, that means uh, some people from Laguna ended up getting in contact with my podcast. I don't know. Anyways, I look up statistics to see where people are, are checking me out, like I told you yesterday. Um, but anyways, let's just focus here. I look, I got him on my podcast. I sent him an email with some of my shows. And you know what? He's going to be coming on board. Not only him, but there's a woman by the name of Shaza, who's a mentor, 11,000 plus on Instagram. The thing is, can I repay these people with money at this given point? No, not necessarily. Uh, but what I do is say, hey, you know what? If you come on, come on my podcast, I try to give them something in return. She's a mentor, not from America, not from England, but she's from Dubai. So now I got two mentors. Well, one's a, a positive psychology coach. The other one's just a mentor and the other one's a mentor from Dubai. And just being able to share these types of ideas with you guys and go over a lot of things. Aha. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful thing. How did I get them? Through hashtags. That's the beauty of Instagram. Are you guys following me? Instagram, you got to use hashtags. Remember the story of Natakul? You know, my student who's now studying in New Zealand? Yeah, she created an Instagram and with her, basically all her drawings and stuff. And I'm like, listen, you could break through. You need to get a pocket. You need to get a blog and do this and do that. And she's like, okay, we got it all sorted out in one day. Next thing you know, she got like 100 followers just like that. And... She got a, a direct message from a company saying, hey, is this your your legitimate drawing? If it is, we would love for to feature it on our blah, 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 blah. Just like that. She's 14. Uh, I think she's 15 years old. I'm telling you. So Instagram's like a hashtag game. Facebook is just a big old party. You can do your Facebook Live. You can sell stuff on Shop Now. People, get, Facebook, obviously, biggest population in the world besides, of course, Weibo and whatnot. But this is where a lot of the attention goes. So you guys... If you're not fully developed on Facebook, you need to get fully developed on Facebook. So, do you guys understand my drift? So, going back into Gary Vee and what he said. He said, you know what? People, quote-unquote, right? He said, quote, if they're on Twitter, they're likely trying to keep up with current news, okay? If they're on Facebook, they're trying to, you know, catch up with friends and family. They may go to Snapchat to consume a bit, you know, a blip of entertainment on their lunch break or whatnot, but they'll go to YouTube when they're in the mood to settle in for the evening with some long form of video, the same way previous generations would do with TV. You should be plotting how to adapt your content to appeal to every platform your audience might visit in a given day. That's what he said. So, I mean, and I was just listening to this video and YouTube is about the Trump television television's at about 1.25 billion per hour uh, hours per month oh my god I don't know if it's per month or per year I'm not exactly sure can't give you the real stuff but it could be per month just because well that makes a lot more sense per year is ridiculous that would be really really bad but YouTube is about to trump that and so if you see at the different motivational places and what you, you know play no, I'm sorry motivational if you look at the different ways we consume content there's a massive zodis that's happening right now we're not on tv anymore you know how often i watch tv uh none i mean since i've been since for this year i mean i've looked at a couple oh, man when did i uh, tv in the gym is there a tv in the gym no oh yeah well no no the tv's not i'm telling you nothing this year that's three months that's 90 days that's me 
The last time I actually sat down and watched TV was when I was killing time back when I was in Arizona, the day before I actually went from Arizona back here to Bangkok. That was the only time I was literally just frying my brain cells watching Jimmy Fallon. It was the worst thing ever. Anyways, just telling you guys, man, the world is shifting. And to top off this podcast, Gary V, he said, while the opportunities for people to become stars on various social media platforms have multiplied, to have a prayer of becoming even the 88th best whiskey Instagrammer, you're going to have to make sure that you are constantly updating your knowledge and provide information and insight that people can't find easily anywhere else. Moreover, you'll have to do it in a unique and memorable signature style. There's no way around it. Your content must be amazing. Now, the thing is, he kind of contradicts himself a little bit because he says, you know what? Don't worry about it being super amazing. Just just do it and then configure it along the way. But then, of course, he writes it in the book. He says your content must be amazing. He said, for some that does that even make sense for some that reality can be paralyzing as a snake bite. Here's the anti-venom. You don't have to wait until you're an expert or you've designed a perfect website or written 10, you know, perfect blog posts before launching a business. Quite the contrary. So it's funny because he says your content must be amazing, but then you don't have to be an expert at design and this and that. But you guys understand the drift. Listen, what I'm trying to say right now is I got a mentoree who's probably going to be joining my team very, very soon in Malaysia. And... I keep telling her, I'm like, okay, when are you going to start creating? She's like, well, I'm not sure about this and not sure about that. Listen, when I first made my first uh, YouTube video, you could go all the way back to 2015. You could go all the way back to my very first podcast. Was it the best? Absolutely not. But the thing is, I got myself a lingo and I got myself a lot of confidence. Do you understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, um, what you have to do is literally just get started. And you're going to have to find someone that can write. Okay, you're going to have to post blogs because every morning when I wake up, this pre-recorded podcast is going to be uploaded automatically at 5.30 a.m. All I'm going to have to do is wake up and post my blog post, uh, actually take the link of this, post it on my blog, and then take that blog post and post it in the description so people people can click on it on various different sites. (sighs) Do you understand what I'm saying? So the thing is, man, after everything that has happened, I told you about the Facebook message I got. From someone, I don't know who, but they were saying, oh my God, Arsenio, it looks like you're doing this and this. I'm so proud of you, this and that. And I'm like, who the hell is this? Because it just says Facebook user. And then, of course, on Instagram, so many people are getting in to- uh, contact with me. And now, of course, Brunei and Oman and all these countries that a lot of Americans have never even heard of are watching my content. They're consuming my content. Why? I'm going where the attention is. And you know what? It doesn't have to be great. You guys listening to this, like this very second, if you're listening to this word, thank you so much because you're past the 10 minute mark. And the fact of the matter is, is that with my enthusiasm, which I'm going to be talking about in tomorrow's podcast in terms of breaking down the Napoleon Hill's law of success, it's, 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 it permeates. And this is why so many people just love listening to me. I don't know why they listen to me. Do they listen to me in terms of getting something back? Do they listen to me because they just love my enthusiasm and love the passion that I put into this podcast? Who knows? But the thing is, I know where the attention is. And this is what you guys are going to have to go out there and search for. And with that being said, guys, thanks so much for tuning back in to another pre-recorded podcast. And as always, this is your host, Arsenio, The Buck Show, over and out.